many believe the Lord's going to have his way? Some of you are not sure about it, but I tell you, if God has his way, wonderful things will happen. Hallelujah. I want God to have his way, because it's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. We've got some very eloquent speakers, some very capable men and women, but it doesn't make any difference. It's by my spirit, saith the Lord. And we want everyone to taste of the blessing of the Spirit of God tonight. Hallelujah. Then you'll go away satisfied and you'll want to come back again. What you receive will last for all eternity. Because the Spirit of the living God is an eternal spirit. And the work he does is everlasting. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's praise God together. because thy goodness is from everlasting to everlasting and thy mercies are new every morning and every evening hallelujah to thy name so lord we've come again that we might bless thy name and receive of thy hand that which thou hast for us lord we pray that you'll give everyone the ability to partake the ability to enter in the ability to surrender to the moving of thy spirit that everything shall redound to your honour and glory. Again we say, take full control, Lord, and thy name shall be magnified. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Well, before we go any farther, we've got a, a little job to do. Uh, Brother Friday is going to dedicate uh, a little baby, newborn baby of uh, Brother Laurie and Margaret from down in London. Amen. When he drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. <laughs> oh, praise God. This is a wonderful, wonderful release. Isn't it marvelous to be free? Bless the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Music and dancing. Praise God. Don't be all quiet. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, bless the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Well, praise God. Bob said, I'm going to dedicate it. But really, you know, it's the parents who do the, do the dedicating, isn't it? And, uh, and I'm going to bless this baby because Jesus, Jesus took the little children in his arms and he blessed them. And he's left us here to do the same, hasn't he? Praise the Lord. Oh, praise God. Let's sing that verse when mothers of Salem, their children brought to Jesus.
Oh, hallelujah. Now, I want you all to put your right hand up in the air. I can't because I've got both my hands full at the moment. Put your right hand up in the air and bless this baby. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. May the blessing of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost come upon this baby. Watch it, O Lord, with thy angels. And may the blessing of heaven ever be upon her. In the wonderful name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Let the glory of God ever shine around about her and in her. In the wonderful name of Jesus, I bless this baby. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen.
every day used to go away and people used to go away just the same. But you know, as well, I can see many of them are still doing that today, brothers and sisters. That's, I know that's how I was. We didn't get a scroll out the cupboard, but we just used to come together in the meeting and we just used to sell a few towels and sing a couple of hymns and he went away just the same. He wasn't any different. But oh, bless God, I thank God when Jesus came, he made a real way. He made a true way, a way of life and joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. And oh, bless God, I thank God this is so different to what I ever thought it would be, you know. Bless the Lord, I thank God this is reality. And that lovely chorus Roy wrote, it's been such a blessing to me that, that you know, the words more than the tune, I found reality, glorious liberty. Our life is filled with God, walking where the saints have trod. New blessings every day since Jesus came my way. I'm happy in my Saviour's love. The Lord bless every one of you. It's lovely to see you all again. Keep going on, brothers and sisters. I love you.
found it real. Amen. A lot of folks being satisfied with the counterfeit, you know. But I love reality. And I want nothing else but reality. And I believe in throwing else, everything else overboard. If it isn't real, we must have it real. Do you do things because you're motivated by the Spirit? Or do you do them because somebody else does them? You want to be real. God wants men and women to be real. And that's the only way you'll find it, is by being real. When you're real with God, God is real with you. And I'm glad that I've found reality. And reality brings a glorious liberty. And you can't, any liberty that doesn't come through reality is a counterfeit. And reality begins in here, right at the very heart of your being. That's where reality begins. Not up here. I had it for years up here, you know. But it was hypocrisy. I said I'd got a thing that I hadn't got. Because God gives it in the heart. That's where he gives it. I acquired it in my head, but I thank God for the day when he made it real in my heart. Hallelujah. Folks, be sure you get it real. Because it's for every one of you. Hallelujah. It's for every one of you. And it is real. God is so wonderfully real. And the more you go on, you prove his reality. Now here's a lass from Newark. She doesn't get very far afield, although she's venturing farther these days. I don't think she's been down here before. And it's Olive. She's got it real. Come on, Olive. I feel I've been born all over anew. Praise the Lord. It's wonderful, isn't it? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I feel, I feel I've entered into something really new. You know, I was, I was saved about um, 51, let's say, 12 years old, uh, 12 years ago. And uh, about three months after, I got filled with the Holy Ghost, and God has took me on from, from blessing to blessing, from glory to glory, and... I found it wonderful. I found it wonderful. And a few weeks ago, God blessed me again in a new way, and it, and it, it excels everything. It's really wonderful, you know. I just found that God sort of worked on my heart again, and, and I was sort of reborn. It was a wonderful experience. I found God so real. I found him so wonderful. I found him so sweet. I found him so blessed. Praise the Lord. You know, this fellowship that we have in the Holy Ghost is very, very precious. It's very, very wonderful. It's out of this world. It's out of this world. And until we're born of the Spirit, we can't have any fellowship with God. But I thank God for the, for the privilege and for the way. God has opened a way that we might enter in, that we might come in boldly to the throne of grace, and that we may enjoy this blessed fellowship with God. Praise the Lord. Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it really wonderful? Oh, we are privileged people. We are really, we are really privileged people. I do thank God for it. Because, you know, I used to be religious and self-righteous, and I, I did the best I could, and I tried the best I could. But when God showed me my unrighteous self, he showed me how much I was no better than the vilest of sinners. Those that I looked down on, God showed me I was none the better 
for all my good works. They didn't tear, they didn't, God never respects anybody's goodness or anybody's position or any personalities. You know, Peter said, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. And I found out recently how much God wants to, to overflow us with his love. I have really, I found it out that his love has sort of so overwhelmed me and I found it. It's something that is not of me. It's not of me. It's so, so wonderful. A few weeks ago, I, I went to a, a lad in the meeting that is he's a sort of a, oh, he's a shocking character, you know, the police, and he's noted, known by the police, and he's a bit, bit funny up here, and he's a queer bird altogether. And I, I, I thought to myself, and it just come to me in the meeting that God just loved everybody. And I went to this lad, and I put my arm on him, and said, the love of God just overflowed my soul. It wrapped me all around. It's wonderful. When you feel his arms all around you, they're real, you know. It's underneath and all around are the everlasting arms. It's really wonderful. God showed me there that he loved everybody. He loved everybody, everybody, everywhere, everybody, everywhere, everybody. That his love could, 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 could reach anybody. It's wonderful. Isn't it wonderful? I can always say it's wonderful, and I do praise the Lord for this experience in God, I tell you, it, it, it makes you realize, it makes you realize how big God is, how great he is. It takes all the wax out of you. It takes all the, it makes you, makes you, reduces you to your right level and makes you realize that you aren't anything anyway, that God is so big and so wonderful. He's so great and so mighty, so far above our ideas and our little pinched up notions that we get about how, how things should be done, how they shouldn't be done. God is big and he's mighty strong. Hallelujah. Blessed be his name. Isn't it wonderful? But you know, I'm, I'm really thrilled to be here today. I'm thrilled to see so many people. You know, this revival is going. It's going all right. And, there's, and, and you know, it isn't man's doings. And it, it really is. It's really marvelous to think how God is moving. And he's bringing folks in. You know, and folks keep coming, they keep coming, and they keep coming, and they keep coming, and God is, is, is blessing us, and it's really wonderful, you know, you know, we, we, we could be, we could still be in our own notions, but God has, has deigned to bless us, and to reveal himself to us, and to show us this more excellent way, this more excellent way, it's an excellent way, you know, far more excellent, far more excellent than any, anything that man can conceive, it's really wonderful, now thank God, for every one of you here today, for every one of you, no matter who you are, where you've come from, may God bless you. May God bless you abundantly, because God just longs, he longs with all his heart to pour out such a blessing that you won't be able to contain it. And God bless you. Let's sing that chorus again, shall we, to be like Jesus. You know when I hear how God manifests his love and uh, gives us a revelation of uh, what he is and how he is. Well, it just gives me a realization of how little I am like Jesus. Have you ever, have you ever considered this man Jesus? Have you ever considered how wonderful he is? And how he has no favorites? We stop, you know, very often uh, at a point where we don't like people. We have no love for them. And, you know, we have our limitations in various ways but all oh, jesus had no limitations his patience his love his compassion what a wonderful jesus 
with God. If it wasn't that he was like that, we wouldn't be in it. But thank God that he's been patient and loving and kind towards us. And you know, I feel I want to be more like Jesus. You know, Paul writing to the Romans, he says we're dead to the law that we might be married to Jesus Christ. And they say that people that are married grow like one another. And I, I've looked at many married lives and uh, I see people growing like one another. Not so much in their looks, but in their thoughts, in their actions, in their outlook on life. Their whole life becomes one. And you know, it's just like that in the spirit. When you get married to Jesus, it's a union. It's a union that, that, that works upon us. But you know, the success of a marriage depends on subjecting yourself one to another. And that's how it is with God. We must subject ourselves unto him that we might become like him. And you know, another thing I've noticed in married lives, the one who has the dominant personality is the one that sort of sets the rule by which they live. It's those things that the other fits in with. And you know, Jesus says, all power is given unto me. He's the dominant personality in this job. And I tell you, our lives will become like his because he's greater than we are as we just subject ourselves to him. Let him have his way. Let's sing it prayerfully. I mean it when I sing it. I want to be more like Jesus, don't you? And I realize that it's, it's just this subjecting myself to him, surrendering to him. That's all I've got to do. And thank God we're growing more like him every day.
you know. You know, this week, God bless me, you know. We, I don't know whether you go through experiences, you know. I expect you do, of, uh, you know, of being cut down. You know, I was reading, you know, in um, Isaiah in chapter 7. You know, there was a king there, and there were two very strong characters rose up against him to make war with him, you know. And God gave him such an assurance, assuring message in his soul. You know, he says, he said to him, he says, never mind these two firebrands. He says, never mind the smoking tails. <laughs> and you know, there's sometimes there are real firebrands that can come right up against you and really cast your soul down. But you know, when the Spirit of God has done something on your heart, you just don't care about even firebrands that cast you down. He says, you know, God assured him because he was a king and he was in his right place and it was a king Ahaz. You know, and this, uh, this, this Syrian um, king rose up against him and, and uh, the, the king uh, and Ephraim, the tribe of Ephraim also uh, joined the confederacy with him. And, you know, they got together and they said, oh, we'll get up against him and, and we'll, we'll, we'll sort of put, him, put his confidence down, you know. We, we'll take some confidence out of him. He's so sure. But, you know, the Spirit of God spoke to him. He said, it's all right. He said, keep your peace. He says, take no notice of these two firebrands or of the smoking tails. You know, there are folk who've been on fire, but you know, they're just smoking tails because God's doing a new thing. God's doing a new thing in these days, brother and sister. And I want to tell you that. You know, there are folk who can come right up against you and, and, and really put doubt and fears in your mind about the glory and about this way. But I want to tell you that God's doing a new thing and God is with us. And you know, they, they, they so tempted the king. They said, well, ask if God is for you. He says, well, ask God for a sign. He says, I'll neither ask God for a sign in heaven or a sign in earth. And you know, God did a wonderful thing because he stood true to his own testimony. He says, God himself shall give you a sign. And you know, God himself gave him the most wonderful sign in all of the whole of history. He says, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, God with us. And you know, every brother and sister, I want to encourage you tonight, every brother and sister that's been born again, God is with you. A virgin shall conceive, and glory to God, that's just what happens in your heart personally to everyone. You've no need for encouragement. You know, we so, we so want to have a sign from God and, and put him to fleece out. But you know, to me, it's wonderful when God's done something on your soul and your spirit, you just don't need any sign because the son's born within you. The son of God born in your heart is born within you. Glory to God and God is with us. Isn't it wonderful? God is with us. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And you know, I feel that as the coming of the Lord is drawing more near and more near, people are going to ask for these signs. But you know, I feel that your own testimony is the surest stand against anything that this world 
or, or the enemy or, or, or counterfeit or whatever of you when you've had a real born again experience God is with you hallelujah isn't it wonderful when the spirit of God shows you that you know you're not moved are you you're not moved at all God does a miraculous thing hallelujah you don't look for a sign from this you don't want encouragement from that side nor from this side but glory be to God God is with you hallelujah Christ in you the hope of glory and I'm persuaded that that's the reality of this glory way you know you see lots of things that you think aren't of God brothers and sisters don't get your eyes on them but I want to tell you he's really he's really moving in men and women's hearts and they're really getting a testimony of their own they shall overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony and everybody that comes this way has a real testimony brother and sister you have to do with God in the first place you haven't to do with anybody else but you have to do with God himself I want to make my my uh, uh, my exhortation tonight so clear don't don't play sort of thing don't look at anybody else you know the enemy is so crafty he'll get our minds on this work and that work and and this doctrine and that doctrine what does it matter so much as we moving in the spirit of God and God moving through us that's it each it seems to me that each cell each cell has to do with God and whether each cell is receiving the life of God through the Holy Ghost things are right God keeps them right it's the law of life in Christ Jesus it is this moving of the spirit you know if he saved us and if he, if he gave us our life in the spirit can't he also keep us hallelujah oh glory to God you no need to fear any smoking tails <laughs> you no need to fear any smoking tails they might have been on fire once but oh bless God it's not dependent on any tails or any men or any denominations or anything God's moving by the Holy Ghost hallelujah and the Holy Ghost can do his job thank you very much It's real, it's, it flows 
It's like water flowing through your body. It's the stream. Do you know I'm convinced if the children of God just get together, that the uh, people that are beside you that know nothing of it, they'll feel uh, the, the love of God just coming like a mighty deluge of, of a river. And it passes from vessel to vessel. And do you know what? As, as you allow it to flow, brother and sister, it washes all the doubts and the unbelief and, and the tripe and the doctrines and, and things that you argue about and, 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 and things that you think is of God in it. And it isn't nothing to do with him. It's only the Spirit of God can show you. God is all he says. It's true, brother, and he'll do it. Oh, that we might, we might take hold of this opportunity. Why? We're the most privileged people. We're the most privileged people, I want to tell you, in this thing today. We are, you know, there's mighty things and mighty forces moving in this world. Oh, glory to God. You know, more and more as we, we, as we watch and hear the news and watch the television and watch events moving in the face of the earth, you know, you think, thank you, Jesus, to be hidden with a real experience of Christ in God. We can't do it ourselves, but oh, thank God, it's so real. It's lovely, you know, isn't it, when the Spirit of God moves. Brother and sister, it's wonderful, is this, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. Amen. Let's sing chorus number 21 on the sheet, shall we? Number 21, I must have Jesus in my whole life.
Jesus in my whole life. Hallelujah. And I thank God that he's so humble, he's willing to come into my whole life. Isn't he wonderful? Let's give him a real good clap, eh? that in the last days there'll be a new race of men and women born who will be known as Jesus men and women. Everybody will uh, see Jesus in them. Oh, that's wonderful, isn't it? I tell you, this old country's in for a mighty revival. I was reading coming down on the coach about uh, uh, Arthur Wallace. I don't know whether you've ever read his book, uh, but uh, he'd been addressing a meeting of the Open Brethren and uh, he was talking to them about revival. Well, I was in the Brethren, the Open Brethren, and I never heard them mention anything about the Spirit of God at all. And uh, Arthur Wallace was telling them that uh, the day was coming when they would have to uh, uh, reconsider the things that they believed. He said, you've all been taught that when you got converted, you've got the Spirit of God. He said, but he says, when you begin to compare what the disciples had in the first instance and what we've got today, well, he says, there's something missing. There's something missing. He says, and you folks are starting to pray for revival, and if God sends a revival, are you willing to receive it? He said, maybe God will burst forth with tongues and prophecy and signs and wonders, and you may turn around and say, oh God, we don't want revival that way. Well, thank God we've got it. You see, they're only just beginning, they're only just talking about it and seeing the possibility of it. But thank God we're enjoying it tonight. But I praise God that he's even working on the arts of the brethren. It's wonderful, isn't it? Nobody is outside the blessing of God. God's so wonderful. He's working by his spirit upon every born-again believer, every denomination is working. He said, I will do a quick work, and I'll tell you it's wonderful what God's doing. You know, this thing is really spreading, and it's, it's God that's in the business. It's a family job. It's the body of Jesus Christ in operation, and we all have a part in it. And that's the wonderful part about it, isn't it? We've all got a part in it, and I thank God that it is that way. Well, I, I thank God, too, that I've got somebody of relieving me of a job I don't like, and that's our brother Frank. <laughs> Bless the Lord. I'm sure you don't, you don't mind the collection, do you? <laughs> Amen. Bless the Lord. And just a minute. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. As... But Bob was just saying, this thing is growing. Praise his name. You might wonder how this meeting originated here in Watford. Well, I can tell you this, beloved, that you can't, you can't be in tune or uh, know the voice of the Spirit of God. Uh, you just can't know that without... Uh, being obedient to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. I, live, I don't live very far from here, and maybe a 20-minute car drive, uh, 
you know, I had it laid upon my heart about a year ago, a terrific burden for the city of St Albans and the town of Watford because we moved home and moved out to these parts in Hertfordshire. And I felt such a burden on my heart and I remember I wrote to Bob and asked him to send me the names and addresses of all the folk that received glory news in Hertfordshire. And I endeavoured to write to many of them. Some replied, some did not. But you know, we endeavoured, we thought we'd, first of all, I thought we'd do something in St Albans, but unable to get a haul and then we turned our eyes to Watford. And you know, the enemy has put all sorts of difficulties in the way. There is still one great difficulty uh, as far as commencing a work in Watford and that is to obtain an available haul. You might say, well, you've got to work at Wilsden. Yes, we have a work at Wilsden. Paul preached at Corinth. He preached in Ephesus. He preached in Rome. Bless the Lord. And I tell you, when the Holy Ghost is moving in your heart and life, it gives you no rest. And yet there is a rest. Amen. Bless the Lord. I tell you, brother, there are thousands and thousands of men and women tonight that would just love to be in this meeting. They've been told stories about glory meetings and about glory folk, and it's not the truth. And the only way that we can break down that, uh, that, that um, fence almost of lies and untruths that has been said, and much of it is such, is to take the glory to these places and encourage the people to come to the meeting and see for themselves. Bless the Lord, always have a copy of the glory news in your handbag or in your briefcase. And if you meet a dear soul, then speak to them. And if they start criticising, well, just give them a glory news. I know this, brother, that it will change their ideas. Many, many folk, they've just got the complete wrong set-up as regarding the glory. They think we do all sorts of things. I tell you, you'd be amazed at what the things we're accused of doing. But you know, folk come to a meeting like this, uh, we call it delayed action, don't we, us glory folk? You know, they go away. So I'm not going to have any more to do with that. Well, I love to hear them talk like that, you know, because I know they're going to have some more to do with it. Amen, it's just going to draw them back again. Bless the Lord. How many folks have we seen come to Wilson and talk just like that? And you know, they've come back again. We've had them leave us and come back and leave us and come back and I just got this knowledge in my heart, they'll come back again. Bless the Lord, they just can't leave a good thing alone, can they? And you know, beloved, this is why I want to get to this one point. Bless the Lord. I don't know how many there are now, but there were a short while ago, getting on for 2,000 tapes in circulation. Now these tapes cost money, around about a pound each. And they're coming and going all the time. How many glory news last time, Bob, went on the come off the press? 12,000 glory news. Now listen, beloved, there's not a charge made for them. At one time, there used to be ninepence appear on the front cover, but no charge is made for them. If you want 100 glory news, and I'm sure if you write to Bob, and Bob can feel that witness in his heart that you can do with 100 glory news, well, 100 glory news is what you'll receive. Beloved, I believe this. 
in the will of God is the provision of God. In the will of God is the provision of God. Now the other day I walked, I was on the way to a building site and so I went into the building at Wilsdon, a larger building than this that we as an assembly at the moment are having repaired, ready to take over. And I walked in there and I thought as I crossed the threshold, the thought crossed my mind, do you know what you're doing of? Do you know what you're doing of? You've set yourself here as a small company of people and you're going to spend about £800 in putting this place in order. Do you know what you're doing of? No, I don't know what I'm doing of, brother. I'll be perfectly truthful with you. I don't, know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to know what I'm doing. Bless the Lord. I just want to do what he wants me to do. Bless the Lord. You know what it says? As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And the Lord laid it on my heart that we should have a rally in Watford with an intention ultimately of opening up another work here in Watford. And when that's established, as the Lord leads, we'll move on and open up a work in another place. There's a need for works of God of an independent nature where men and women are at liberty to enjoy the blessed moving of the Spirit of God. I tell you, we've got our thoughts, I realise it, every one of us perhaps, but us as a movement. We know they can stand the other side of the fence and point finger at us, yes, maybe they can. But bless the Lord, the one theme of the glory testimony is this. They came to Jesus and they said, Sirs, we would see Jesus. And beloved, that's what men and women want to see. They're not interested in on the on the of the. Oh, they're not interested what's on the label. It says, "By this shall men know that ye are my disciples, because ye love one another." Now listen, beloved. Bless the Lord. The Wilson Assembly has sponsored this meeting here this afternoon and this evening. Bless the Lord. Now you've heard what I've said. At the moment we are engaged on a program of taking over a building, completely refurbishing it, buying chairs, doing all the necessary decorations, £800. We're not asking you to meet that bill here this evening at all. That's Wilson's problem. But that's in the hand of the Lord. But what I'm asking you is this. We need money, not Wilsdon, the glory movement. I'm coming straight to the point. We need hundreds of pounds, not, not because we're in debt, but we need it, beloved, that this glory news next time 14,000 can come off the press. And the next time 16,000 maybe. And the next time, do you want to see it increase? I do, don't you? Amen, I'd love to see every... Every, every Pentecostal assembly in this country receiving some glory news. Maybe someone put it in the wastepaper basket. All right, I'd still love to see them receiving it to let them know what the Lord is doing. Bless his name. Now, you know, I've said this before in some meeting or another. I think it was at South End. Do you give in while you're living? Then you'll be knowing where it's going. You know it? Amen. Do your giving while you're living. 
and you'll be knowing where it's going. Oh, it's nice to leave a will. <laughs> Bless the Lord, yes, make your will out and leave it to Henry's Revivals Evangelistical Association. Amen. Bless the Lord, but wait a minute. <laughs> you're here in you're here in body this evening, and you've got ability to give, haven't you? Now, bless the Lord. We want tonight you to give a real bumper offering. That just the part of the cost, I tell you this, that the cost of this meeting was well nigh twenty pounds. We advertised in the press. We had double crown posters, we had window bills, hand bills the hire of the hall, and so forth. Now, we just like part of that cost met, but the majority of the collection is going to find its way back to Henry's Revivals Association that knew it, that this glorious, glory way might go on. Amen. Let's sing, shall we? What shall we sing? Oh, bless the Lord. We'll sing them all, shall we? <laughs> What's that, sister? I'm going to, I don't know that one, so we'll have to come and leave it. Amen. Well, the brethren have got the bags. Now be ready, beloved. I fill them right up to the brim. Hallelujah. Number 10 on the chorus sheet.
God willing, before this great feast of the marriage supper of the Lamb, there's another feast down in the Isle of Wight, if the Lord tarries. And here's Frida to tell you all about it. Come on, Frida. Hallelujah, bless God. Oh, praise the Lord. Well, it's really grand, grand to be here today, bless the Lord. You know, it, it, somehow you really do need a good glory meeting. It, it melts you all down. It makes you all different again. It, it knocks off the hard edges and it, and it makes such a difference to you, bless the Lord. You know, it can make such a difference to you tonight, bless God. You know, as I was sitting there, my mind was taken back to some time ago now when I went up to Newark I don't think there was only one person I, that I know of who knew just how I was feeling at that time. But I went up terribly, terribly burdened. But bless the Lord, I hadn't been there, I can honestly say, a few minutes and I was absolutely free. And bless the Lord, I, I've never had this thing back again. Oh, hallelujah. And it's wonderful, you know. Bless God. You, you just don't have to do anything. You'll have, let, just have to let go and let God have his way. Oh, bless the Lord. I was thinking as I was coming, driving up today, that the thing that seemed to, to, to the thing that marveled me about the great, the great work of the Lord was not so much somehow there was all the sin that he had borne, but all the feelings and the uncomfortable feelings that one has and used to have, all those things he's taken away. Oh, bless the Lord, hallelujah. That's what he set us free from. Oh, bless God, hallelujah. You know, if you get one of these sort of uncomfortable feelings, you just don't you harbor it. Bless the Lord, hallelujah. Because the Lord has dealt with it. Oh, praise his name, hallelujah. He's taken it away. Hallelujah, don't you keep it. Bless God, hallelujah. Well, we're looking forward to a great time at Christmas. Bless the Lord, it's a new venture to have a, a glorious house party at Christmas. We started to book up. We'd still like some more folks to come. We've still got room for you. And we're going to have a real feast, uh, an ordinary material feast, and a great spiritual feast. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. It'll be really grand, you know, to get together. I think so often people just toddle off to their own little homes and stay there for Christmas. Well, why not get together with a family? Hallelujah. With a great God's family at Christmas. And if I, if I could just put a P.S. in, yes, I could just put a P.S. in. Don't forget next year's glory holiday, will you? 13th to the 21st of June, we're going to have a wonderful time. Oh, bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now there's another young man here, Peter White. Come up here, Peter. God's been doing something wonderful with Peter. And we praise God for it. Hallelujah. Yes, well, it's absolutely wonderful. Everyone keeps saying that, don't they? Yes. What they really mean is this. He is wonderful. That's what they really mean. He is wonderful. Hallelujah. Well, most of us here uh, can share my experience. God has shown them what they are. And you know what that feels like, don't you? And what you see when he shows you what you are. But he's done something else that's so wonderful. He's shown us who he is. Who he is. 
hallelujah. And something has happened. It's what Arthur Burt calls the royal exchange. Hallelujah. And I'm so glad tonight that God has taken all that I am and has put it as far as the east is from the west, if you know how far that is. Hallelujah. And he's given me another life, a new life, a real life, a satisfying life, a full life. And it isn't my life, it's his life, for he is my life. Hallelujah. The scripture says, when he who is my life shall appear, I shall appear with him in glory. Hallelujah. This is the, the most marvelous thing that I've ever discovered in my life, in my life, because I found that there was another life. Glory to God. A life that's victorious. A life that, that, that overcomes. He said, fear not. Don't you fear? I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the glorious day came when the Lord um, led me to enter into his, his rest. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Into his rest. And it's so glorious when you cease from your own works, when you cease from trying to be a Christian, trying to, to go God's way, you know, trying to do something for the Lord. Oh, it's a wonderful release when you find that there is only one life that wins, and it's his life. There's only one life that will get through to glory and present many sons to glory. It'll be his life, his power, his ability by the Spirit. Glory to God. And another thing that thrills me so much is this. Not only am I satisfied, not only am I resting and, and, and have a glorious peace and I feel I'm carried every day, every moment by the Spirit of God. This is wonderful. But my God is satisfied. Hallelujah. I believe that we're again being a pleasure to the Lord. Hallelujah. We were created. We were made for his pleasure. But, but you and I know what, how we lived, how we went on. We were trying to, to, to do something for God. You know, We were trying to contribute, trying to uh, be an asset, if you like, to God. Trying to help out omnipotence. That's what we were doing. But bless the Lord when we found that, that his delights were with the sons of men. Hallelujah. When, when we found that we could glorify his name. That was lovely. Our brother read, let us exalt his name together. What an experience. Don't you feel uh, uh, that the Lord is smiling, that the Lord is pleased, that the heart of God, if we can say it, is satisfied as he sees people, his people, his people, his people, glory to God. We belong to a wonderful heavenly father and, and, and we, can, we bring delight to the heart of the, the, the living God as we honour him, as we exalt him, as we praise his name, hallelujah. For he that, glor uh, he that offereth praise, just offer it brother, sister, just you offer it. Don't worry how you feel. Praise is due to God. You're a debtor. You're, a, you're an absolute debtor to the Spirit of God and, and to the praises of God. We come short. We come behind. 
It seems as if eternal days are far too short to sound his praise. But it's so lovely when we just offer, offer praise to God. I tell you, we glorify God. Hallelujah. We cannot add to God, but we satisfy the heart of God. Blessed be his name. And incidentally, as we, as we do this, as we honour him, we find a wonderful miracle happens. As we honour him, he honours us. He says, he that honoureth me, I will honour. Hallelujah. And he that humbleth himself, I will exalt. Now it's a principle and it's a rule that's quite unchanging. You cannot change it. And it works. Glory to God. As you reach out for the Lord, as you just come in in all your simplicity, all that you are, just as you are, just as I am, there isn't anything you can plead, there's no excuses you can make. As you are, you come and present yourself before the living God and you offer praise to him. You offer yourself to him just as you are. And wonderfully, something happens within your soul that, that a thousand sermons cannot do, that all the religion in the world cannot do. There's only one thing can do it, and it's the Spirit of God let loose in a, in a meeting. Hallelujah. He's just let loose. And as you yield and as you offer yourself a living, not a dead one, a living sacrifice to God, you find that a glorious exchange takes place. Hallelujah. You, it, I, can't, I can't explain it to you. I wish I could. I wish I could explain it to you. But I can't do it. I just know that it's by his Spirit. Hallelujah. It's by the same Spirit. We read Acts. We read the Old Testament. Read all this. Well, it's the same Spirit. It's wonderful, isn't it? The Spirit of God is eternal. And as it was, so shall it be, and evermore. Hallelujah. By the same Spirit, we have a lovely access unto the Father. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, all ye his saints. Hallelujah. Ye ministers of his that do his will. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Not unto us, Lord, but unto thy great name. Be praise and honour and glory and majesty, might and dominion. Hallelujah. Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Blessed be thy name. Blessed be thy name. Hallelujah.
heart a little word that he spoke to me on Sunday afternoon, uh, uh, Tuesday afternoon, sorry. Beloved, we used to talk about being ministered to in song, ministered to in preaching, and all we meant was that we heard someone sing and we heard someone preach. But what the quickening Spirit of God is doing in our meetings that's different, the quickening Spirit, the life of God, is that life, substance, quickening for our soul is being ministered from one to another. Bless the Lord, and that's the difference. And praise God, on Tuesday I was just reading the Word of God, and I read that verse, we all remember how there was an unfruitful tree in the vineyard and the husbandman was told to root it up and throw it away. And the husbandman said, I will dung it, I will dig round it, I will tend it and leave it for another year and see if it will produce something at the end of the year. And beloved, the Lord, bless his wonderful name, just caused me to see that this quickening faith that he's put in our heart, he's leaving us another year. He's leaving us another year that all that that's outside and unfruitful, that's dead and that's lifeless, that's professing something that it doesn't possess, he's giving us yet opportunity that we might dig it and we might dung it and we might feed it and tend it. And glory to God, what Christians in our meeting, glory folk, minister to one another, the very life of God, that is where our effective prayer can minister to those outside, a quickening prayer. Bless the Lord where we can't always get people in. Our brother was talking about how God has answered his prayer. And it's wonderful, beloved, that a prayer that's said in faith to God with the quickening of the Spirit, it ministers to that one for whom we pray. And just even yesterday lunchtime, you know, there's a hymn It says, sometimes a light surprises the Christian as he sings. It is the Lord who rises with healing in his wings. And I was only supposed to be eating my lunch, really. And I took up the uh, Faith Digest of Brother Osborne and I only read one sentence, something it was, about the freshness of the Spirit. And before I knew where I was, I forgot my lunch. I was shouting at the top of my voice in tongues. The Spirit seemed to be coming over my soul in waves of fire. It was wonderful. It was terrific. And beloved, I hadn't been praying. I just picked this word up and a quickening from God, the life of God. And I felt just in that time that the Spirit caused me to pray for many that have been laid on my heart. Oh, it's not laboring in prayer, beloved. It's ministering in prayer by the Holy Ghost. Oh, it's wonderful. And I believe that God is trying to cause us to see that in the blessing and this wonderful ministry of life and quickening power and faith that we have in our midst, if, if we just can tap that quickening power in prayer in our, or in our ministering to our neighbors or our workmates with that faith, for he says, be not of doubtful mind, just accepting the word of God, that same quickening that we pass from one to another in the meeting, we can pass just, uh, with just as much faith, with just as much efficacy, beloved.
can pass it to the unsaved one. We can pass it to the sick one. It's just as real. It's just as easy. It's just as quickly accomplished. It's the power of God. Oh, hallelujah. And I feel that when we gather together and have these wonderful times and the Spirit moves and the Spirit causes some to rededicate themselves or seek the Lord in a new way or enter into a fuller joy, it's that their ministry might be the more glorious to that which is dead outside, to that which has proved barren to this point, because God, hallelujah, as my husband was saying about it being autumn time, it's the end of the year, and we know that when Jesus comes, it'll be too late to do any more, but God has given us time, yet, to bring life to that which is dead, and all beloved, is that where there's no vision, the people perish, but if we can just get into our hearts, that it's just as easy, just as easy to pass this life outside just by the Spirit of God in our prayer, an expectant prayer, expect a miracle when you pray, expect a miracle every day. If you expect it, God will find a way to perform a miracle for you each day. All Jesus wants us to do is to just know that he's on the way the minute we ask for it. Glory to God and to go on our way rejoicing. Oh, beloved, let's just go and minister as we've been ministered to. Oh, don't waste what we've been given from the blessed bosom of the Heavenly Father, but impart it to that great need outside. Hallelujah, that the will of God's heart may be done. You know, folks, the time is is well on the way. We could we could go on all night, couldn't we? And God has given us a real feast. Well, Lynette started this, so she better come up and sing it. And all the Newark folk come up and help her. We'll bless you all with songs before we go. Come on, all the Newark folk.
Thank you, Lord, the blessing in these meetings, I praise the Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for what you've done upon our hearts this day. Thank you for the richness of the feast you've spread before us. Grant unto everyone traveling mercies now, and we pray that thou would enrich everyone as they go on from glory to glory. For we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs>